This podcast was created by fans for fans and is not affiliated with or sponsored by Hallmark or the Hallmark Channel. This is Eric. This is Sydney. And this is Hallmark Mysteries. And more. Hello, Sydney. Hi, Eric. Happy 4th of July. Yes. So I was talking to Cindy Busby on Instagram this morning, and I wished her a happy 4th of July, which is just a Tuesday for her, considering she's a Canadian. There you go. Yes. For us, it's a little more festive. Um, We had to record a little early in the day because uh, my dogs, about five o'clock starting here, fireworks just start going off in the neighborhood and all those sort of things. And then they just go crazy. So. It will be a stressful evening for the pups. You must tell me you they're setting them off like a couple days prior to, because we've had them since like oh, last yeah. weekend. We had on um, two days ago, one of our neighbors, like three houses down, they were just doing them nonstop. And of course the dogs are kind of wigging up, but then they went, I don't know what the heck, but they had some like massive explosives, which our house actually vibrated. Oh and, no, uh, like yeah, an so, M80 or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but they were just like all of a sudden you heard this was like boom and like things rattled. And they had yeah. about three of those that went off. And this morning and when I was walking the dogs, I uh, ran into the neighbor who's across the street from them. <laughs> he was not a happy camper by any means. I bet. So, the only thing I can say that was somewhat pleasant is um, they were doing them around I don't know, 7.30 at night. So it wasn't like it was super late. You know, what's crazy What is a few years ago, we ended up finding a bullet in our backyard because here Stop. in Arizona, it's a, a thing that's kind of crazy where everyone just shoots their guns up in the air. You're in the and, wild uh, west, yeah. Yeah, and so um, I went out uh, the next morning and I was you know, getting up early to walk dogs. And I looked over and I noticed our barbecue right out the back door had this like dent in it. And then on the ground was a little bullet shell, I guess. And uh, so it was crazy. So I called the police just to say, hey, just so you know, this happened. And they said, yeah, it could be coming from like, you know, a pretty good distance away when someone just shoots it up in the air. And by the time it goes down, they said, yeah, so a little crazy out here in Arizona. When they come back down, when the bullets come back down, it's like, how does that work? Like, is it just as fast as if they're going up in the no, air? From what he's, what the police guy said, it wasn't, it was like kind of just a gravity thing at that point. And because uh, it was just like a dent on the barbecue um, mm. versus like piercing it or anything like that. So now granted, right. it can still kill you because we just had a few days ago, a woman get killed by uh some sort of whatever errant projectile thing yeah oh no yeah it's uh arizona is kind of an interesting state in that uh that aspect so orange county probably not as much uh shooting off their guns up in there 
not so much the guns, but we do have the bad fireworks. We have the ones where it's like a low boom and then a big boom. Oh. It's like where it shakes you. And then I've got, you know, the two cats and one of the cats is old and he's like done with it and he doesn't really care. And the other one is young and she hides behind the hamper in the bathroom. So. Well, what's crazy is the one I was talking about those uh, like M80s or whatever they were down the street. It's our, our old dog he's pretty deaf so like with just like the little fireworks stuff he wasn't really reacting and he's lived his whole life where he's afraid of the fireworks but this year um he really wasn't reacting too much but when those big booms went off i think it's he yeah. was able to feel the vibration in it right. because then then he was wigged out for like the next hour um after those were going him. off so i don't blame him and what's funny is my daughter had she was over uh that night and she had her dog which is like i don't know he or she she's about a 70 pound pit bull mix so like a big whatever dog and she was just like pretty much hiding cowering away from it so not not a yes. very big tough dog so no but on to some fun stuff today is going to be a very fun episode because what we're going to be doing are comparing our favorite actors our favorite up-and-comers our favorite side characters from all the mysteries and we'll see how much aligned we are and how different we are i was pretty shocked at our rankings how we were <laughs> essentially exactly the same i thought there'd yeah. be a little bit of a mix-up but top five spot on and the bottom two just flip-flop so let's see i don't know uh I don't know if we're going to be too similar. On these, I think, but... I think we'll be different because I already know who. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think there's only, I think there's only one on my list that's going to be like, duh. I think the rest no, of them. No, there's two. There's, uh, there's one on them. I, I wow, think you I'd may be, be I think you may be a little surprised. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, I'm like an onion. I'm on the outside. You have to peel me away oh, to get to the inside, really, to find out what's really going on. Because only could do yeah. two, and so I had it was very tough when, like, when I when I tossed out the idea to you, I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. And mm -hmm. then when I was actually writing them down and trying to do it, I was like, oh, but I do like this one, but I like this one, but how do I, you know? That's, yeah, I'd, I'd rather do like a big bucket of them because the well, I have the two that we're going to talk about. There's probably two others that on a, another day I could be like, nope, these are the ones. And so I don't know. There's Definitely. yes, I will say probably to nobody's surprise, there is one on the list that just will be there. But other than that, <clears throat> I think you may be a little bit surprised. So, okay, but okay. you know what? kind of a dry throat and it's, oh, a, no. it's a holiday you know what i could go for a nice nice cocktail something oh, something light okay. something that's going to really be flavorful do you have anything in mind i do eric so i've been working hard at this because of fourth of july and i was thinking we should do the mysterious independence sangria Ooh. And that is a nice combo. You know, sangria is kind of like a kitchen sink 
drink. Right. So it's got fresh watermelon juice, dry white wine, chilled rosé champagne for those effervescent bubbles, some frozen assortment of um, diced watermelon, blueberries and limes, a little bit of vodka, a little bit of triple sec, a little bit of simple syrup throw some sprigs of mint in there but the best part about this drink is like you literally throw all those ingredients into like your drink dispenser I like the one that has the spigot but people can do a gigantic pitcher if you want but sometimes like that falls over and people can't really lift it but um like you just throw all that in ice in the drink dispenser and you leave and people can serve themselves and it's a really hefty large drink so you don't have to worry about constantly putting bottles out. So, so what you have yours is a little bit different. I've never made a sangria with vodka. I usually make I have brandy in mine. So yours is going to have a little bit more of a kick, a little more I firework so. to it. I, I was looking for more of like a refreshing. I feel like brandy is a little bit like um, it's cozy. Yeah. So for a summer's day, you want a little bit more of a. And I made sure it wasn't gin for you. <laughs> Why, thank you. I do have a question though. How do you get your fresh watermelon juice? It's not like I go down to the store and I see the, you know, next to the orange juice and grapefruit juice, the watermelon juice. So are you, uh, you're going like to have to smush in the watermelon in the, and making it. No, you got to put it in the blender. And sometimes it can take like a decent amount of watermelon to actually get the juice. Cause you don't really want the pulp. Right. So because you are putting frozen watermelon in there afterwards, you know, and that gives it a little bit more flavor too. But like for the juice, you're going to put it in a blender or if you have like a magic bullet and then you'll strain it through after you've emulsified it. But it is called watermelon for a reason because it's essentially mostly all water anyhow. So I imagine it probably does create quite a bit, but yeah, you probably have to use a little watermelon to get two cups. And it is great because then it provides that hydration, which you're already on like a hot day and you're drinking and you're like, so this is a healthy drink. (laughs) I need a little bit of hydration. Okay. So when I go on a hike here in Arizona, which we are now going to have like two solid weeks over 110 degrees, I'll put in my camel back this because it's a very, it's a hydro, it's a hydration drink. And that is why you don't want the pulp in there. Cause you don't want getting stuck in your little straw. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So it is. Does sound very refreshing and it's very nice, especially like I say in this 112. Today's 115 for a high. So it does sound yeah. like a very nice, good drink. And yeah, you're right. One of the great things about sangria is how you just sort of throw it all in there, come back like two hours later, throw a little bit more ice and then start drinking. Right. You don't even love have it. to worry about it. Guests serve themselves. Love it, love <laughs> it, love it. All right. Let's get into this now. So we're going to be talking about our favorite male leads, female leads, supporting characters. Now, I know we had talked about having the male leads first, but that seems very patriarchal. Should, okay. we, start with the, should we start with the women, give the women the uh, top billing? Because after all, it is Hallmark and they're the ones that drive the engine. You, you know, I'm just so. making a reason for I can start talking about my opinion. I know. Earlier. You know, Eric, why don't you just kick us off with your favorite female lead, your first one? All right. Well, you know, I spent a lot of time I was looking through all the different movies and <laughs> everything, and I really was struggling. 
But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. my number one turned out to be Brooke Burns. <laughs> <laughs> As Maggie in the in Gourmet Detective. And wow. um, I just think the reason why she's on there is obviously I have, you know, an off the charts crush on her. And as I've said before, I've already told my kids, you know, just start talking, you know, calling her mom and stuff for the no. one day. Eventually that happens. They understand, oh, you know, the inevitability of it. But no, in all seriousness, so Brooke Burnt, like, yeah, I have my crush, but she also that Maggie character, and we've talked about it. It's kind of one of the things we we're looking forward in the dancing detective. It's just that female having the female cop where we don't really have, right? It's always the female nosy, busybody person. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things I really like. I think she also just brings a ton of chemistry to the show. I think as, uh, you know, as, as Maggie, she does just a great job of sort of having that um, tough, gruff cop thing. But at the same time, she, you know, softens up and she starts bringing Henry on as her sidekick, kind of like one of the things we've talked about in Mystery 101, where they start out very skeptical, but then they... We like it when they get over that hump a little quicker than yes. drawing out too much. And I think she kind of yeah. did it. She started out all with awesome zingers, awesome zingers, but she fairly quickly does hop over it. And then the first kiss, actually, no, it's the second kiss. The first kiss was right in like the heat of passion of solving the case. But the second one, when they're walking down the the street and she just you know, Henry's just talking away and she just grabs him and kisses him and walks away. I think it's the best kiss in all of Hallmark mysteries. I so know. Um, not the most passionate. We decided the most passionate was that ending of Crossword, Crossword mysteries, but I think it was the best kiss. So no surprise, Brooke Burns, my number one female lead. What about you? Who's yours? Yay. Okay. My number one. Wow. This is you might not expect this, but it is Holly Robinson Pete as Billy Blessings. No, I did not expect that. Wow. Yeah. I, Billy Blessings is to me a really underrated like character. I feel like that whole show is so unique in the whole morning show angle. Like I love the whole morning show type of angle, but the fact that she also has this whole restaurant career on the side too. When they first started the series, I really loved the restaurant angle. I loved that um, chef that she had kind of also working that had the dog and then her aunt, I think it's her aunt. Um, that who is her mom. Works, it's, her, it's, it's her aunt. I think, I think it's her aunt, but okay. who works the restaurant right. um, for her. They, like the two of them had so much sass. They were like some of the best side characters I ever experienced, but the way she worked herself into these situations and the way that it just was so easy there's like a plethora of reasons that mysteries could unfold in either one of those scenarios and I never felt like she was annoying or um you know the busybody that we talk about in some of these scenarios no I felt like she was so refreshing and interesting I loved her style she Um, definitely had style great style and the fact of the matter is she's just a really phenomenal actress so it didn't feel like weird in any of the situations she just was a great lead and I really 
loved the whole thing. I was kind of sad in the last one that Rick Fox wasn't in it. I, uh, I miss Rick Fox. Right. So it, and then the guy but, from Virgin River came. I yeah. Think, right? Yeah. He's good, but he's just not a Rick Fox to me. You know, this is mm, LA Lakers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some I'll, I'll say Rick Fox was, I thought, the weak link in the show. So we probably, when we get around to just okay. discussing that one, we'll have a little bit of a little feisty debate because I agree Holly Robinson was was great in that. Yeah. Now, you know who, so you know who wrote said. the morning show or like yes. initially did it, right? Yes. And who better? You know, yeah. he has that insight. And you know what? It was so funny when he would make those cameos. Yeah. He'd, he'd always be like, oh, Billy Blessings. I love your work. <laughs> yeah. Like, gotta make the cameo. Oh. I love it. Oh my God. Who's next for you, Eric? So my next one was a real big battle. Like I said, how it was like, oh, it could be her. It could be her. And I was fighting between Kimberly William Paisley for Claire Darrow and Darrow and Darrow. And then Allison Sweeney is Alex McPherson um, mm -hmm. in Chronicle. And I ended up going with Allie. Um, I don't know, like at the end of the day, I don't know if it's just because I think Chronicle is such a good mystery that, you know, and she's part of it. But I like yeah. the fact, and you know, you're just talking about how she never, yes, she was nosy and, you know, getting into things, but it was yeah. never seeming like for me where she was ridiculously getting into things you know she was the podcaster she's the investigative true crime one so I really liked that character and how it really made sense as she went through there um you know and that's oh. probably why you know you, you go Allison Sweeney and then you hop over to Murder She Bakes slash Hannah Swenson and she is that one where you're like uh should she really be breaking into this guy's house going through his drawers and yeah you know, huh? you know so like you know it's it's not just Allison Sweeney, but it's her as Alec McPherson. I thought also, I just thought that was a really well-written character. You know, there's, I, I wish that they had some more seasons because a, you know, we already, as we, we, we talked, Ben never got to kiss her, but um, yeah. also I just think there's some backstory to her that we, they sort of hinted around that we never quite really got all of. So I would have loved to see that, but like I say, so I had her on there just because I found her a very well-developed character who totally made sense, kind of like your. Um, now she didn't quite have the fashion sense that uh, that Holly no. Robinson had, you know, but I'm really you know. sick of like them not give. You know, they gave Ali Sweeney great clothes for that um, Wedding Veil series. Yes. But every time she's in a mystery, she's like this. What is happening? You're you're always thinking, what is what are you wearing? And Funny you say, because I actually thought she had the best of the three in the wedding veil, her wardrobe. She did. I thought she was wearing Gucci. And all man. of them, she was just fantastic in all those. So, okay. How about you? Who's your second? Oh my God. So, like you, I struggled, <laughs> but I struggled with more of the quirky people. So, I struggled with uh, Nikki Deloach and Lacey Chabert. I was like, oh. Just, which Lacey though because she's in now two mysteries. I know but since we're talking about leading female lead I don't know I mean I just think so I ended up with Nikki anyway so okay I I I just really enjoy watching her I mean I think the character is a little bit funny and a little bit quirky and I think with a name like Goldie Berry how can you not right but I just 
enjoy the way she is. I like her reactions to things. Um, I think it's really, I'd like, I like to see the character develop more, but I kind of want to see, right. And I kind of want to see it develop more solely because of her. Like I'm invested in the mystery and the character just because of who she is. And I think that says a lot if you can really nab someone's interest by just acting like no, I, I totally get where you're coming from because she is a really good actor. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, um, I mean, there's nothing in particular that she does that makes me like think, wow, it's just kind of a culminative thing. It's like altogether makes me like her a lot. I can so, totally, totally see where you're coming from. Totally see where yeah. you're coming from. All right. I think, uh, all four of those can't really go wrong. I think you can go more right with one of them, but um, <laughs> all four of them were fantastic. And I think even our backups, you know, Kimberly Williams Paisley or Lacey Chabert having in the list would not be like by any means a downgrade either. Um, no. They were both, both fantastic. All right, let's talk about guys. So I'm going to go kind of like with your Lacey and my... First one I'm going to talk about is Christopher Palaha as Travis and oh. Travis Burke is, and the reason why I went with it, kind of like what you're saying, I think Christopher Palaha is just hands down the best actor in the whole Hallmark universe. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think a lot of them are, you know, great, really good. He's just on a different level than everybody else. And what he brought to that character, and it, you know, probably explains a lot to why, uh, you know, the fans for Mystery 101 are so passionate, why they want to keep going, and why they're so invested in that, you know, Travis Amy relationship. I get it, and it's just, he's just such a good actor, and that's it. I mean, he's he's just a great actor. Yeah, he is, and he's really easy on the eyes. <laughs> yeah. yes my wife has let me know that too when she's walked in other than with i don't remember the name of the soccer, oh, the soccer one yeah with, with that was, that's, that's, usually, like, that's usually my gauge if my wife like comments because she's so unengaged in hallmark that i'm like okay yeah he's a yeah he's a hottie he is and the way he wears <clears throat> those jeans um okay i'm sorry <laughs> Um, so, uh, you may have to take a sip of the sangria to cool off a little bit there now. <laughs> I'm actually hydrating right now because I will be having that later. So fantastic. Um, so I'm going to give you a chance to guess who my first one is because I Brennan think Elliott. Might be. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you know me, I gush and beam over the Brennan Elliott because he just is so cute <laughs> and, <laughs> and you guys are but BFFs. I, I mean, I hope, I like to think we are, but, you know, I think that um, he, he, so for us, we know him in two roles. So we know him as Marco in Flower Shop Mysteries and we know him as um, Logan in crossword mysteries so i just love that here he is in two different mystery roles he brings two different types of characters he totally commits to them 
right down to his little leather bracelet. Right. <laughs> and he's just so good. Like every time I watch him, like his inflections, his tone, it's like he's he makes those characters his own. And I so enjoy it. And I just can't wait. I'm like crossing my fingers for the next one, like third mystery series. Bring it, please. I, I do have a little bit of a bone to pick with you with that, though, because okay. you told me to watch Cedar Coves. And he, I definitely look at him now in a different way. But he's good. See, yeah, but he's like, he's a jerk. I know he can play the jerk so well. (laughs) Maybe too well. (laughs) It's kind of like that bad boy that you, well, not not you, but me, like would date in college, and you're like, oh, okay, like he's so cute, but then he doesn't like give you the time of day, and then like you have to break up with him, but like, you know. So you got to do, got to make those mistakes along the road. Okay. So, where are you at now? You want to guess who my number two is? Dylan McNeil. Well, first of all, I don't know who Dylan McNeil is, but. Um, oh my God. It's Dylan Neal. <laughs> I'm yes. so sorry. Dylan. He so just sorry, gave him a little, you, you, uh, he had a little grimace shake and he became oh, a McNeil. You were wrong. <gasps> Shut that up, is Mary. Brennan Elliott as marco oh my god i, I cannot believe this. and once again you know i love dylan neal i think he's the coolest guy ever he's one of the hallmark people who actually does talk to me on instagram and he's the one who's given me a lot of background on you know what it takes to make movies and education and he always will make time to talk so he's a great guy but i can't believe this brennan elliott as marco that character just made that entire mystery and it's one of my favorite mysteries yeah because he was able to like and he talked about this um when we when we had him on the podcast he was able to like just make fun of himself in the role you know when they're talking about the dancing scene with brooke and they're like okay well do we want to do something you know brooke bring the heels down or something and he's like no way you go with it you know bring her on at full six foot two so she towers over me and just how he was like always trying to like get with her and always kept getting denied but then at the same time he was like a fun sleuther too and when they did their little stakeouts together and then only have her come over to make the five olive martini and just all this stuff. I just thought Marco is one of my favorite characters in all of the mysteries. And as you know, huge, huge, huge Dylan Neal fan. So for me to put Brennan Elliott above him, that says a lot about what uh what Brennan did for, the, for building uh, Jake. So yeah. And then yes, of course I loved him in um in Crossword, but it was it was Marco. That was sort really of really sealed the deal. The, 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 I chose the character <laughs> kind of over the actor a little bit in in that one. So yeah, the shocker. We both now. I say your your Holly Robinson was a shocker for me, and there you go. There's my shocker. I am so shocked. Okay. Okay. Cool. So now for um for you. So I kind of in the same vein as like you know, Nikki Deloge, I kind of went with the newbie to the mystery scene. I went with Paul Campbell. All he right. is, so I, I love how quirky he, he is. And I love that he's not a detective because like so many of these, right. we get a detective. Um, but 
he offers just something so different from our normal detective businessman scenario. I, I like that he brings like a real comedic timing because most of these mysteries, I feel like there aren't a lot of comedy elements to them. Um, and this one really had me laughing and it was a lot of like the behaviors that he does, whether it's like facial expressions or, you know, just his timing. It's very, it's great. And that acting makes me want to see more. And again, it's like, what more could you ask for? I would not argue with you at all. The only reason why I would only pushback I would just give is we've had one performance. So I know, but that's not his fault. He would, and he, he brought it, like he said, he totally, totally, totally brought it. So yeah. And I would, I just, I really love that character. And I think if anyone else was playing it, I just wouldn't love it as much. Like there's just no one else I can envision in that role. Yeah, actually that is, Ooh, maybe that's a future podcast where we recast movies and really upset people. (laughs) Yeah, that would, Oh my God. Let's <laughs> start with Mystery 101. Then we'll go to uh, Science Seal Delivered with our recasting. And then uh, we will have to hide out for the rest of the year. Forever. Forever. All right. Okay. So moving on for a supporting. Who's your first mm-hmm. supporting character? I, I don't know if this is a shocker or not. Um, I went with Graham Winslow. Graham Winslow. He is my favorite third wheel. He just, he's just so, he's like the, I don't know, he's, I keep wanting to say he's adorable, like he's an adorable dad, like he just shows up in every scenario you'd want a dad in, he's, he's a, he's a good, solid character, and he has such a cool background being like a mystery writer, and I, I love that, I love the whole, um, uh, a mystery writer element and I just love how he's there for Amy and he's a character in a, in his own right you know it's it's almost like most of these side characters they don't give too much to but for him they really built him into that whole trifecta there he was really part of the team yeah, it's interesting you said, because when I was thinking the side characters and I thought mystery 101 I thought of, um, and I'm going brain dead right now, which I'll get caught up. What, her, her assistant and then his, yeah, the, assist- TA. the TA and then the uh, other, his, uh, Travis's partner, the female cop. I didn't even think Graham as far as being a side character, because like you say, he's so woven into it, but yeah, he is yes. the third, definitely the third wheel. Third wheel. What about you, Eric? Um, well, first on there, I think he's actually just a super interesting guy, like in his real life when he, I think I shared this before is John uh, Lennon's story about how he was working on John Lennon's nursery for Sean Lennon and John Lennon's like playing songs for him like the week before he gets assassinated and stuff. So I think he's just got a fantastic, like personal life, real life outside of the character. Yeah. So my first or my supporting, probably not a huge, uh, surprises jc doton um as marla and uh i just love how quirky she is she's just cracks me up whenever she's 
on screen. I think that her relationship with Nikki is one of the things that really elevates that show. Um, she's got great comedic timing. She has fantastic hair, but that's a whole yeah. other story. She was also Shiny. our very first guest that we ever had. Um, so got to love her for that. But yeah, she's this one who I think, and you know, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit who we think should get elevated into a, a leading role. She definitely hands down should be, but I have her for this one. So Marla just absolutely love everything that she's done to create uh, Marla as that character. Like I can just think of every scene that she's in and I just crack up. So yeah. Love JC. Of course. So right. I don't know. I'm maybe this is on your list. Maybe it's not, but I guarantee mine is not on your list. Okay. All right. Um, Barbara Niven as Dolores Swenson. Dolores, oh my god, are you kidding? First of all, Barbara is like the dream actress for a mom. Like, she's who I want to play my mom. She's perfect in the mom role, whether it was Chesapeake Shores or, um, you know, there's a couple movies on Hallmark that she's played someone's mom, obviously. Um, but her as Dolores Swinson, like chef's kiss. It's, she is so fabulous. She just really adds to everything. She has great style. She is super fun. And she gives like that motherly touch when you really either need like a comedic moment or a, a bit of sentiment. It's, it's really, it really adds to that whole mystery. Like if they were remaking the Hannah Swenson mysteries without like Dolores, I would, I don't know yeah. how that would go. I agree. Her. Now, how about as, um, what, why don't our aunt, what's her name on uh crossword aunt? Uh, Oh yeah. I, I, I can't get aunt Sadie out of my head because of, uh, I know, I know. I, I can't remember um, her either. But, you know, I didn't care for her so much in the aunt role as I did the mother role. Okay. I think I she's fantastic like... everywhere. I like her. Yeah, both. she but... is. Okay. I think that's a very, very solid one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you two guesses, and I bet you do not get mine. Okay. I'm going to say, oh, my God, Wendy Malik. Oh, no, she was good. She was very fun in that one. Very sassy. Okay. Loved her sarcasm. All right. Nope. All right, one more guess. The little, little sister in Hannah Swenson? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's two sisters, so I don't know which one it would be. No. Clarence Williams the third, Philby from Mystery oh. Woman. Okay, good one. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's going deep, but he was so good because... I just didn't know who the hell he was. Was he like a CIA guy? Was he, he was something. And yeah, the way sure. he, you know, he's just the little, you know, helper, father figure at the bookstore. And yet somehow he's got the, like the bat phone to essentially the president to, you know, pull out all this stuff. He, that character was yeah. just awesome. I love, yeah. and then if you ever look at his IMDb, he's got like that total seventies bro going in his IMDb picture. Wow. So, so fantastic there, but I just love that character. He was, he was great. I knew you so, wouldn't be able to guess it. That wasn't even fair to me to ask. It's kind of like our, never. our, uh, 
we did, you know, today's Tuesday and we did our Tuesday trivia with the crossword clue that um, Tess was trying to do. And we did have actually one person get it, but I don't even think Lacey would, would get that one right. That was, that was mm-hmm. a little tough, tough Tuesday trivia. So, all right. Who's yours? So for the two people we think should step into mystery lead roles, I first went with, well, since I just guessed it for you, I went with Michelle Swinson. I think Hannah's little sister could step up and have like an offshoot of her own with the photography angle. Like maybe she captures a mysterious incidence by happenstance or she was, she's reviewing older photos from like protests or something long ago and she uncovers some sort of mystery or she stumbles across a photo at a gallery and she recognizes something mysterious in the background. I feel like there's a lot of angles with that photography. Um, Would that be picture that perfect? Well, picture perfect didn't really capitalize on the photography. It was like, oh, there's a, she's taking pictures and something happens while she's yeah. at an event. It wasn't okay. so much the picture. It was where she was taking yeah. the pictures. Okay. A wedding, someone got shot. Her pictures didn't help solve anything necessarily, you know? And I feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity. I had a good old friend, Madison Smith. He's got the lead and some other things. He's got to stop killing people if he wants to be the, you know, the lead in a mystery. So, mm-hmm. but he, uh, he, he's had, he's got the lead or main character in uh upcoming e rom-com and some of the other okay. networks he's he's had lead characters he's definitely i think got the acting chops for it he's got the hair for it he's a good looking dude oh yeah i think he's uh i think he's ready to make that next step plus we need you know like nikki brennan and lacy Allie. they're all fantastic but we do need to start getting like the younger actors in there too for the you know so we can have these characters we you know enjoy for the next you know 10 years and um so uh, yeah i brought uh i brought madison saying okay stop killing people (laughs) and we support you for getting the lead and being like because i think he also kind of i mean he was the cop in nikki and nora and i think he definitely you know pulled off that look well he can walk around with his vest on and if he wants a little police vest whatever he wants or without it (laughs) or without it you can hang out at the bar and drink the beer but no so i thought he i thought he was ready so there's my first one great i think so too now how about you second oh okay so i'm also kind of going a little bit back but not as far back as you went for clarence um so i think hannah shannon um Jennifer Shannon of Garage Sale Mysteries daughter should have her own spinoff and I think it would be she's in grad school and there's some and she's getting some sort of history degree and she on the weekends because of her mother she likes to go to huge flea markets and she stumbles across something with a hidden past and she can always call home to her mom for like a little bit of guidance on how to solve the mystery And I think it would be a really great way to reintroduce garage sale mysteries because I think they were fun and I'd like to make more, but 
Okay, so you're doing a little Aurora here and staying a little bit with it, but then doing a little spin to keep yeah. it going. I like it. And I love that actress, and forgive me, I, I didn't write it down, who plays, and she was just in the Hallmark movie last weekend um, uh, about the wedding matchmaker. Um, and Oh, the main one? Yeah, and that's the daughter. Be- who Becca played Tobin? The daughter. Yeah, so... The, the one that was like the the Indian wedding and everything oh no no Beck Becca Tobin was in uh the, yeah the, was the, w- the wedding the contract one right yeah okay the this was okay I can't remember what it's called but yes wait it's like, so she was the lead, the one who was the lead in the yes oh yeah she yeah. was adorable yeah 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 she, she's great and I would love to see more of her and I think she could wait. easily carry that over she's the daughter from Crossroad Mysteries mm-hmm. no way yeah, and I would love it if also she called her. Oh, She's also up. her dad got on the phone, Steve Boston. <laughs> hey, Dad, can you come make a cameo? Yeah, okay. But he's a little, please. he's a, he's a little gruffer now. But all right, that's fantastic. I 100% agree. In fact, the funny thing you say that is, I thought about her. Um, not, I like your spin on that, but I thought about how she, and then also the daughter from um, Chronicle Mysteries. I thought she was also a great character who yeah. I think uh, could step up. I, f- I forget what her name is, but um, yeah, I, I like uh, both those, but okay. Mine may not be quite as top of mind. She's had a lot of the supporting roles in some Hallmark movies, the rom-coms, but she was in a garage sale mystery as well. Mm. The novel murders, but she had one line, um, but it is Brittany Mitchell. And like I say, probably not quite as there. She's always sort of in that secondary role, but she just, if you look at her, she just looks like she's a sleuther. And she's also, if you go through into some of her other movies that she's in, she's kind of got that genre down. So, you know, Altered Carbon, I don't know what that is, but Cradle Did Fall. Uh, (laughs) What is this one? He's not worth dying for. Surface. Oh my gosh. Are these so, lifetime movies? Probably. But she was in the last one she was in was The Gift of Peace. Um, oh, okay. With she was in Gingerbread Miracle. Like I say, she's she's not necessarily a sidekick, but she's one of the one of the other ones. But she's just yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, and like I say, it's mostly she just just has that look that I think is ready for a sleuther. And mm-hmm. she's in acting class with Madison. So I thought the two of them could like pair up and be a sleuthing couple. Maybe not, you know, not the birdie Alden type thing, but you know, yeah, yeah, a, but they're a, a cop and, you know, you, you come up with <gasps> a some cop other and a psychic. Yes. Oh, there we go. There we go. Make, it a, it. make it a spooky one. We got to get you talking to like Hallmark's programming people or something like that. I like that. these ideas yes so i would say everyone go hop on check out uh her on imdb so you'll see what, what i mean by her having just that total sleuther look so she's fantastic but i also had just thrown it off and you can quickly throw it out we were talking obviously when we set this up like who would we want to see as an up-and-comer but i'm just mm-hmm. gonna ask you quickly as far as like established who are who's a leading uh, female lead and a leading actor? 
I'll give you a moment to think about it while I tell you my quick one is I thought, and not necessarily saying they're paired together, but I think would be good ones to bring on and probably no surprise. And it's just time, but Kimberly Sustad, she could once again, be a quirky fun. Like you're just talking about the, the psychic, she could be like hilarious in a role like that, where, you know, a little bit kooky and stuff. Um, But I think, you know, any movie with Kimberly is always just enjoyable and she's got a really good legion of followers. So I I think she would be great. And then Ryan Pavey, I think if you want to look at someone who could be a detective, like I want Victor Webster back, first of all, I'll say that, but I'm saying people who haven't had a mystery um, and we can talk matchmaker and later point with say whether or not really Victor had a mystery or not debatable. We have to review it. But, um, but uh, Ryan Pavey, I think he just has a, I look like a, you know, a New York detective kind of. Or an attorney. He looks like an attorney for sure with that hair. Mm. So we get, well, he's too young to be uh, with Kimberly William Paisley. Um, But uh, yeah, as I say, Daro Daro, the next generation. We're just spinning off all the... uh, everyone's complained about they got canceled so we'll just spin them all off and make new ones yeah so so you had a couple moments just to think who would you Uh, like like to see you caught me but like i think right away what popped into my head was britney bristow okay i just think she's really cool and peppy and she might make like a cool nancy drew type of mystery or um she feels that like bringing in the young blood kind of thing yeah and what about ooh, like for her i see something like like almost a rear window thing like she's a housewife or something okay. and she happens to be cleaning her window and she looks out and she sees something happening like over the hedge and like it you know it's just stuff she sees you know or um, whatever, but I think in the guy, not necessarily with her, but um, would be Tyler Hines, because I feel like we need some bad boy mystery. That's why I also didn't pick him too, because when I, I knew I was only in the spot, Tyler is just a, such a obvious choice. Yes, Um, definitely. But uh, yeah. Low hanging fruit. That, well, I forget what the one we made up was, the island of orca or some or orca yeah. island or whatever yeah where he's remember your idea of where you go through and he's good he's good boy. he's good and then he turns out to be actually bad you later discover oh, yeah. he would be perfect in that role yes where everyone loves him and thinks he's so great he'll chew on his little candy cane solving crimes and then later you find out he's the actual mastermind behind it the yes bad, the bad cop or whatever yeah, he'd be fantastic, yes. fantastic in that role. And then all the hearts, what do you, what do you call the heinies? Is that what the, the heinies, right? yeah. Yeah, all the heinies will just, like their hearts will just explode as he turns out to be evil. Nah, kind of like, kind of like Madison ones, does to me. A heinies you know? would write, be writing him letters in prison. <laughs> That's a good point. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ooh. That river runs deep. Now we now I know he's not dating anybody else. So hmm. Yeah, go? yeah. I'll, I'll go. Perfect. All right. There we go. Well, like I say, I think we could record this again and have a whole nother list and have equally great others. And so um 
I don't I don't want to say just because we left someone's name off that by any means they means we don't love them we don't enjoy them and all that but we kind of had to do this tough decision it's kind of like when we do the would you rather and we yeah. put the two people up and then people are always saying why didn't you pick this oh. third one because you only can yeah. take two right and you have to make a tough decision so that's what we did um i really liked some of yours and i thought i like some of your ideas there like that, that um grass sale mystery too love the idea i think that's a fantastic idea and then um she could have like her mom maybe went off to jail because she you know got arrested for something finally yeah, for all her breaking law. so yeah or, or not <laughs> you know i know well, actually i'm not i'm not to, super anti Lori laughlin i just her dad went to jail in mystery 101 let's not forget he was vindicated as well so good point very good point still waiting on wait i should take back my madison stuff there he hasn't got you uh steve's cell phone number yet I know. We give him one job to do and what's he doing he's yeah. off like auditioning and doing all these other things and he's not getting you steve basic's cell phone number it's okay madison i still have a special place in my heart for okay oh. okay well i hope you guys enjoy this podcast love to hear um what you think who you're well i know we hear it all the time who a lot of people's favorite uh actor and uh female lead is as well so male lead and female lead but uh hearing some of the people you think may be ready for uh stepping up some of these side characters um but in the meantime go ahead give us a five-star uh review if you like leave us a comment we'd love to hear your or love to hear love to read your comments um see what you're thinking of the of the podcast um what else can they do to get hold of us Oh my gosh, you can DM us over on our Instagram at Hallmark Mysteries and more if you have any um, upcoming show ideas that things you want us to cover. Uh, and you can also check out all our posts that are mystery related about Sleuther style and about trivia and about would you rather and there's just quite a few things to check out over there. Yeah. If you DM us, just keep them positive. We're here to breed like a nice community. <laughs> We're not here hate. We're not, well, I have my one person who I'm not a huge fan of, but other than that, we are, uh, Sydney, you don't have anyone that you that you uh, very much dislike. So there we go. We have uh, yeah. a pretty good positive community that we're trying to foster. So you don't need to hear the negativity. I'll bring that. Yeah. I need it. All right. Well, it's time to go off and drink some sangria and enjoy yeah. the rest of our day off. And uh, until next time, Sydney. We'll see you. Until next time, Eric. Bye.